welcome to an on-the-shelf episode of Brutal Battle. I am doing this one solo, uh, partially to give Rebecca a little bit of a break. I have been pulling her into a lot of episodes because, hey, I like having her on, but at the same time, you know, she's got to go do other stuff. It gets to be a little bit much when you're kind of like every week, hey, want to record? Hey, want to record? Um, although she doesn't mind drinking the beers, and in this instance, I'm not going to just be keeping all these beers for myself. I will hold on to about half of each of them so that Rebecca can surely have her own. Just a note real quick, my cat is hanging out on the table at the moment, so if you end up hearing any meowing or any uh, other noises like her jumping off or any rattling or anything like that, it's because she's around. So apologies for that in advance if it happens. I have a feeling that once I start cracking some beers, that might scare her and she'll be gone, but we'll find out. Anyway, with the last episode having been a focus on hoppy beers, I'm actually having three of these four beers for on the shelf, hoppy, and, well, hoppy, but one of them's kind of a variation on hoppy, uh, and then the fourth one is a darker beer. But par partially that's because of the last episode, but it's also partially just because of, I mean, that's mainly what's coming out. Like, when there are new releases and there's new stuff on the shelf, a lot of it ends up being hoppy beers, because as we talked about on the episode, that is what's popular. Another thing, another note, uh, I realized on these uh, longer, on these episodes where I'm doing just me, uh, it seemed like I was talking really fast, so I'm going to try to slow it down a little bit, because as I was listening and editing, I was getting exhausted listening to myself talking as fast as I was, so I'm going to try to pace myself a little bit slower with the talking, see how that works out. Anyway, thank you everyone, by the way, for checking this out. Uh, I always do appreciate it when people tune in. The other thing is, after listening to this, if you have any feedback uh, on how things have been going with the episodes, any type of episodes you want more of, or any specific beers you want, just email us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. That's probably the best way. Uh, but also on Twitter, it's at Brutal Battle. I'm Carlin at Brutal Battle. And then there is a Facebook page. You just search Brutal Battle. And those are the best ways to get a hold of us and just kind of say, hey, this is how I feel about it. Want more of this, want less of that. What about these specific beers? Whatever. Anyway, going to get right into it. Uh, the first one, this is a brewery I've not heard of. And Mike Johnzak at Wine World was like, I've been really digging this. Oh, cat's on the move. He was like, I've been really digging this beer lately. And... Um, so I was like, okay, might as well. And he said it's relatively new. And I was like, I never even heard of this brewery. So the brewery is Champion Brewing Company, and they're out of Charlottesville, Virginia. This is the thing. There's so many breweries just popping up. You might be able to hear my cat cleaning. All right, and it's in a, this is a 12-ounce can. It's called Wheeze the Juice. Wheeze spelled W-H-E-E-Z-E, -E -E, and it is an IPA. Oh, and the ABV is... 6.4. So with this episode, I am going up in ABV is how I'm doing this. I'm starting lower and moving up. All right. Wow. Okay. This beer is very clear. It's also extremely orange in coloration. There's no like reddish to it. There's no yellowish to it. It's just like orange, 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 almost like, like a burnt orange kind of. Uh, there's a little bit of head on the top. It's large bubbles though. All right. 
with one that's that's called Wheeze the Juice. If juice is in the name, I ex- I expect it to have like a juicy smell to it. It's got actually it's got a little bit of like a sweet candy type um, malty note on it, but that is mixed with a lot of citrus. There's tons of it. There's like an apricot there, a straight up orange as well. I do feel like I smell a little, like a slight astringency of the alcohol actually coming through on the nose. But yeah, like it's, the malt is really nice on this. I know in the past I've said that with IPAs, I like more of a malt backbone and I like it when it gets a little bit caramely and that's what's playing in this beer. It's like orange and apricot and a little bit of mango and just like that caramel backbone to it. <sighs> smells really good. It smells pretty vibrant um, and clean. It actually smells really clean and there's just a slight bitterness on the end. Let me try it. Okay. This is a real easy IPA. There's not a crazy amount of flavor to it, though. Um, Okay, the date code on it is 9th of January, and when I'm recording is, was this the 22nd of January? So it's within a month. It's not even a month old. It's a little, I'm definitely getting that orange. I'm definitely getting a, a little bit of that caramelly backbone to it. It's a little bit sweet on the finish. There's a kind of like low, medium um, bitterness there. This is like darker flavors as far as IPAs go. It's not like the super vibrant, like tropical and, and crazy citrus that a lot of people are used to these days. And that's what's most popular. But this is just kind of a different take. Well, it's different from the majority of what's coming out now. It's an older type of take to be honest, and I dig it. It's pretty good. This is a real easy sip in IPA. Um, I could see this one going pretty well with a meal. I like the malt backbone on that one. That's what pleases me the most. So the most, so with that beard, the most prominent flavors are that malt, malty sweetness with that little bit of caramel coming through on it and a lot of orange. And it's kind of like a sweet dehydrated orange, but it's not too sweet to be honest. Um, okay. So it says it's, it has IBUs on it. 54 IBUs. Uh, it's a juicy IPA double dry hopped for maximum flavor with Mandarina Bavaria, El Dorado and Cascade hops. Okay. So it makes sense why it's not like a crazy amount of like tropicality and citrus. It doesn't have like galaxy. It doesn't have citra. It's not like mosaic. It's not any of that crazy stuff. It's, you know, different, much different than that for lack of better explanation. (laughs) Okay. uh, Moving on. Second beer. This is one that I'd said on a previous episode that I was going to make sure I got my hands on. And this is me keeping that promise. This is by Sierra Nevada brewing um, out of Chico, California, and this was actually brewed in their Chico one, not down in North Carolina. This is their Resilience IPA, and this is the one, if people didn't listen to the episode I, the, where I talked about this, this is the one that they brewed for with all the proceeds going towards uh, people who were impacted in California by the campfire, uh, that wildfire that started from a campfire that 
burned so much and was awful. So they said it's a Butte County Proud IPA, because that's where the damage was, where they're making this donation, was Butte County, County, California. So a beer for a very good cause. I'm hoping it is a tasty beer in addition, but even if it's not, I'm glad I spent some money on this. And if I partic- if I if I don't hate it, even if I just like it a little bit, I'll probably go buy some more just because supporting the cause. So this is 6.7% alcohol. Now, typically Sierra Nevada goes a little more on the malt-driven side and a little more towards like East Coast with having more um, bitterness to it. So that's kind of what I expect from this IPA. But then again, who knows? Because they've also recently done some hazy IPA, some lighter, more tropical IPA, stuff like that. This, whoa. So, the Wheeze the Juice by Champion Brewing, I was saying, was very orange, and it was uh, very, uh, like, very burnt orange. This is, like, burnt orange, but even more burnt than Wheeze the Juice was. Uh, I can see through it. It's kind of dark, though. And it almost has a little bit of a reddish hue within the orange, because that's how dark it is. Yeah, wow. Okay. It would lead me to believe there's plenty of malt going on here. Okay, so there is, there's a definite earthiness on the end of it, and a little bit of a dank note. And it's that kind of, like, slightly skunky uh, aspect, but it's not, like, skunky like it's light struck or bad. Well, especially wouldn't be light struck because it's in a 12-ounce can, but those are the main smells I end up getting. As I continue to sniff it, I do get a really light citrus. I'm trying to figure out exactly what type of citrus. It is kind of coming off as just orange. Actually kind of like orange mixed with a slight hit of lemon. Because there's a little bit of like a tartness with that citrus. Not like it's, you know, a sour beer. But that citrus nose just gives a little tart kick. It smells good. I definitely smell a good maltiness on in the background too coming off a little roasty a little roastier than than you would typically assume from an IPA these days but i think that smells good decent bitterness on the nose too Let's try it oh that's really easy it's easy but it's got a nice mouthfeel to it i'd say it's like a medium for ipas it's kind of like a medium mouthfeel and at, what was ABV on this again? 6.7. I wouldn't expect a mouthfeel that high for a 6.7, but I like it. I'm down with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a decent amount of that malty sweetness with a little bit of a roasty quality to it. Almost a little bit of a brown sugar hint if you really, really, really dig deep on it. There's a nice bitterness on the end. It's like a medium-low bitterness, uh, which I like. And um, each sip I'm taking, there's like a quick surge of citrus that I'm digging. Mm -hmm. That's good. And the citrus is coming off as mm, slightly peachy, but for the most part, orange. Hmm. I'm liking it. This isn't like, this isn't what, uh, your, your crazy, like, uh, IPA hop heads are going to be really into at the moment. I don't think just because 
that's more geared at the moment towards like tropicality and like extreme citrus. This is much different. It's way more balanced. It's got an earthy note to it. It's got a decent bitterness. It's got a bunch of malt and a little bit of roast to it, but it also has that citrus. This is kind of more of an all, all around beer, a lot of flavors coming together and being blended pretty nicely. Actually. Um, I dig it. Mm. Yeah, it's a good beer. Getting a little bit of grapefruit now after I've uh, taken my last large drink of it. Definitely grapefruit going on there. Oh, and I feel like I should read the text on the can because of, you know, the cause it's for. It says, Butte County roots run deep. Forested hills, uh, winding rivers, towering pines, mighty oaks, and even mightier people. It's our home. And in the aftermath of the campfire, the most destructive wildfire in California history, we will rebuild. This IPA was brewed to support those impacted by the campfire. In Butte, united we stand. Yeah. Good for you, Sierra Nevada. And every other brewery who signed on to be involved with this cause. Good for them. Okay, good beer. Moving on to the third one. This is the last of the hoppy ones. So this one is done by someone who used to be local to Baltimore, but is not anymore. I think he's out of New York now. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn to be exact. Brooklyn, New York. But this is actually brewed and canned for Stillwater Artisanal Ales by Dorchester Brewing Company in Boston, Massachusetts. And if that sounds familiar, Dorchester Brewing Company is also contract brewing at the moment for uh, Fat Orange Cat and Decadent Ales. And those have been doing well, so I assume this will be good as well. So this is Stillwater Artisanal Ales Tropic Smooth. It is a double IPA brewed with pineapple, cacao, and vanilla. ABV is 8%, so it's up there. It's in a 16-ounce can, and there is something interesting to note on here. It says it's created with cacao juice from repurposed pod. I don't know exactly what that is, but I assume, based off the name, it's reusing kind of like discarded cacao pods or seeds or husks. I don't know. Let's see what it uh, what it tastes like. Pop this open. Based off what this is, I'm expecting to really like it. I guess I'm hoping to really like it. We'll see. I guess I can't expect, especially not on this show. Whoa. Okay. I haven't even put my nose close to the glass, but as I was pouring, I smelled a ton of pineapple. So what does it look like? Uh, it's very hazy. It's orange, but it's got like, it's more towards like a yellow orange. Um, there's a bit of head to it. Woo. Yeah. It smells like a smoothie. Oh man. Yeah. Lots and lots of pineapple. And it's like pineapple mixed with um, some orange in there. Actually, specifically, like, mandarin orange. It's like pineapple and mandarin orange together. And then I get that creamy nose in there that I guess the vanilla is probably imparting on it. Can't pick out any cacao in the nose. Yeah, I mean, it just it just smells like kind of like a tropical smoothie, really. I mean, Tropic Smooth is a good name for it for this reason. I, I smell that vanilla. It's making it smell creamy. There's a lot of pineapple. There's some mandarin orange mixed in there as well. It smells vibrant. It smells very good. 
And best of all, it smells kind of creamy to add to all that. Going in for the taste. Ooh. Okay, so there's a little bit of a sour kick. I guess I can't say sour. Tart. More like a kind of strong tart kick from the pineapple itself. Um, oh, yeah, because it is brewed with pineapple. It's not some pineapple flavor. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get the pineapple. The pineapple is front and center. It's the star of this beer. There's a little bit of bitterness on the end. The pineapple is also adding a lot of sweetness to it. I'm getting a little bit of the vanilla. I'm getting that creamy mouthfeel to go along with it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like a smoothie pretty much. The cacao, I'm trying to reach for that and see if I can really get it. Mm. No. I don't think I can really get the cacao, the cacao between the strength of the pineapple, which is like very, very strong, but it tastes good, and the strength of the vanilla, which is not quite as strong. It might be like half the strength or maybe even one-third the strength of the pineapple, actually. But between those two strong flavors, I really can't get the, any cacao in it, so I don't really know if, if that's adding much of anything. For me, I can't suss it out, so I don't know what it's doing. But I like the creaminess of this. I like the tropicality of it. It's nice. And that little vanilla kind of touch at the end. Mm. Yeah. I mean, anyone who would read this and say, oh, that sounds really good, most likely you'd really like it, but omit the cacao. You're not going to get that. Well, I mean, I guess I can't say you're not. I didn't, so it's very hard to get. But maybe you can't. I don't know. Try it. Let me know. Email me. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Took a bigger sip on that. Nope. Still no cacao. But it actually made the uh, vanilla, perception of the vanilla, a little bit higher. I like the pineapple on that, though. It's good. Okay. Rinsed out my glass. And moving to the final one. So this one's from a brewery that I've heard a, a few good things about, and I've been meaning to get them on one of these episodes when I just found out that recently they were distributed to Maryland. Now, this isn't brewed specifically by them. This is another contract brewing situation, which I feel like I just keep finding more and more contract brewing going on. So this is brewed and canned for hoof-hearted brewing, by Great South Bay Brewery in Bayshore, New York. Then it's distributed by 12% LLC out of Mount Vernon, New York. I usually don't say that stuff, but whatever, it's there. Uh, this beer is 7.5% alcohol. It is called Balak, B-E-L-L-O-Q. But honestly, excuse me, the design of the name and the text, uh, the font they're using... I had to look it up to figure out what the name of this was because you cannot read it. It's it's unintelligible, basically. So it says this beer has an intellectual competitive flavor. And it's got a picture of a dude uh, with a lot of hair on his body <laughs> playing tennis. I, I guess it's named after this dude, Balak. I don't know. I'm just guessing that. So anyway, what is this beer? It's an American stout with coffee and vanilla added. 
which sounds great to me. And like I said, 7.5%, 16-ounce can. Get into it. So after all those hoppy beers, I'm definitely ready for this. Change of pace. In case people haven't figured this out, I'm not one of those people who can just like drink a lot of IPAs back to back to back to back. I need variety. I'm actually most happy with getting a sampler out somewhere and getting like one IPA, one sour, one stout, one pilsner, you know, a, a range like that sitting in front of me and I can just bounce between them all. It's heavenly. It's amazing. Hopefully some people out there right now are going, yeah, yeah, I could go for that too. All right. Anyway, looks like a stout. Looks really dark. I can see a little bit of brown around the edges. The head to it, which is a little bit, is quite brown. It's kind of like a lightish brown. Ooh, woo. There's so much coffee on that nose. There is a crazy, oh, and vanilla added. Okay. It might take me a little bit to actually smell the vanilla because that coffee is front and center, jumps right up your nostrils. Wow. But it smells good. You know, usually on my first few sniffs of a, of a, co of a beer with coffee in it, I'll get a feel for was this done with hot brewed coffee and then that went into the beer or was it cold brew coffee and then it went in? Because with the cold brew, it's significantly smoother with the hot brew, there's always like this kind of acridity on it that just makes it smell kind of rough. And this does not have that. Definitely smells like it's smooth and it's cold brew. It's really nice. It's like a nice maybe medium roast. It's not dark. It's not light. It's like a medium roast coffee. It smells like a decent coffee too. Smelling a little bit creamy. I assume that's where part of that vanilla is coming in. I am perceiving a tad bit of the vanilla. And then there's a lot of uh, dark chocolate coming in as well. And just some, there's a lot of roast though to it. Mainly because of the coffee. The coffee just makes it so roasty. Alright, I'm going in. It smells great. Ooh. Okay. I get a lot more sweetness than I was assuming I would. Because I was smelling so much of the coffee and having a hard time getting past that to smell other things, I assumed that it would lead with the coffee and be, like, very, very strong. But the first thing I get is sweetness, actually, and carried with that sweetness and is two two notes, like a, a kind of milk milk chocolate, not dark, and that vanilla. And then the coffee comes in. Mm-hmm. This is good. It's it's lighter than I assumed it was going to be. Because based on the look of it, it looks like it's going to be a thicker beer, but it's actually much lighter. Now, typically, with that expectation in mind, I would kind of be a little bit let down because I do like a thicker stout. But it's not saying it's imperial. It does say stout. So it makes sense. And it's not disappointing me, actually. It's um, I feel like the mouth feels fine. Uh, sweet, though. But I like it. This is more of like a dessert type stout. So the coffee's not nearly as perceptible in the flavor as it was in the nose. I was expecting tons and tons and tons of coffee. It's definitely there. And that's mainly what lingers in my mouth afterwards. Also with a little bit of sweetness. But um, yeah, I mean, it's within check. That's interesting. Hmm. 
and there is there's a bit of a bitterness going on there too that carries throughout each sip and it kind of finishes with a little bit of a lingering bitterness as well it's kind of like a medium as far as stouts go it's kind of like a medium bitterness which makes sense because it says american stout so when they're saying american stout like with any style when it when they put american in front of that style it means hoppier than usual and i do get that in this but it's not coming off like citrusy or anything it's just the uh the bitterness hmm i'm um i'm digging it and as i keep sipping that that um I get more and more of that milk chocolate coming through, and I really believe that I'm also because I'm also tasting the vanilla along with the milk chocolate. I think that the vanilla is helping to enhance the chocolate to make it more milk chocolate based, as opposed to a dark chocolate. Um, this is a good beer. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I like all these beers. Uh, but it's going to be hard for me to do a final ranking on this. I could recommend all these to people. All right, I need to go back and take another little sip of the Tropic Smooth from Stillwater. That is good. That is good. Yeah. And then I need a little bit... Who am I kidding? I need a little bit more of all of them. Except the stout, because I just finished that stout up, so I just did the stout. I don't know, I didn't finish the 16-ounce can, to be sure. Oh, wow. So, tasting backwards, I just hit that Tropic Smooth, and then I got to the Resilience IPA. It makes the Resilience taste way more earthy. It jacks that bitterness, like, way up. Hmm. Wow. But then when I acclimate to it, I'm starting to get a little bit of a pine note to go along with the citrus and the apricot and everything. It's pretty solid. And then my last little bit, retasting, wheeze the juice. Huh. It tastes... So after the resilience, I definitely put these in the right tasting order, by the way. Uh, this more than confirms it. After the resilience, the wheeze of the juice tastes like crazy watery and like just kind of like hop water. Just like some citrus notes there and not much else to it. Okay. So what am I digging right now? Okay. This is tough. So I feel that my one in... Okay. I'll go backwards. My number four is the Wheeze the Juice by Champion Brewing Company. Still a decent IPA. I'm, I'm down with it. I could, I mean, I'll drink more of this. But um, of the four, it's my least favorite. That's my number four. My number three is the Hoof-Hearted Balak, uh, the American stout with coffee and vanilla added. It's still quite good. I, I quite enjoy that beer, and I would definitely recommend it. But it's not as good to me as the Resilience or the Tropic Smooth. Now, this is where it gets dicey, because my one and two are very neck and neck. Very, very neck and neck. I'm going to put the Stillwater Tropic Smooth at number two, honestly. And the reason that is, is because I think that the sweetness 
when I continue to sip it, the sweetness continues to grow and continues to become a little much. Uh, I think what could kind of help and balance that out is maybe if in addition to vanilla, adding lactose to it to kind of smooth it out a little bit more, take some more of that pineapple down, take some more of that sweetness down, just smooth it out with lactose. And I think that beer would be really, really amazingly good. So that's my number two. And then the Resilience IPA has got to be my number one. And the main reason being there are a lot of flavors in that, and they're very well integrated. This is something that Sierra Nevada does extremely well. Uh, people, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I haven't really had a Sierra Nevada beer in quite a while, do yourself a favor. Go out and get a mixed six-pack, if you can where you live, a mixed six-pack of Sierra Nevada beers. And just recognize how well-rounded their flavors are, how most of their beers are multiple flavors being folded in on one another. It's not like one note or anything. Like I've said numerous times, their um, straight-up stout is probably the best straight-up stout out there, in my opinion. I still maintain that. Their Nooner Pilsner is a wonderful Pilsner. Try that out. Their um, Pale Ale, their Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, still tastes quite nice, especially when you consider how long it's been around. This Resilience, it's kind of like a kicked-up version of their Pale Ale, in my opinion. It tastes kind of close with the amount of maltiness. Um, it's good. It's really good. And it's for a good cause. Now, don't be thinking, oh, he only picked that as number one because of the cause, because of the charity. No. That's actually how I felt. And I said, like, I almost put the Tropic Smooth first, but the sweetness. If there's lactose in there, would have taken the gold, so to speak. But anyway, I uh, guess I need to go get more of that resilience. I dig it. Anyway, thank you everyone for checking this out. Like I said, any sort of feedback, please do that for me. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com if you want to be heard. And if you want to send me an email that you want on the podcast, I will certainly do that. I will read on the podcast, I will promote your name and say, hey, Joe Smith is a cool guy. He wrote in. This is what he said. Or Jane Smith or whoever. Anyway, uh, the other thing is one little favor. If people could go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review. That would be wonderful. It really helps with visibility, can help grow the podcast. And word of mouth is the other really big thing. You can really help with that. But at the least, I want to thank everyone for listening to whatever episodes you have, and hopefully you continue to. And until next time, keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 